A wedding in the middle of a pandemic is stressful enough, but throw in the groom going to the ER an hour and a half before, oh yeah, that happened. Hi there, welcome to Call to Marriage, a show about navigating life as a military spouse. I'm your host, Callie, a newcomer on the scene of what is the military spouse life. The military community is a tight-knit, but sometimes tight-lipped one. I hope to pull back the curtain on life as a military spouse to answer the questions that I wish someone would have answered for me, talk about my experiences I've gone through, or talk about the ones that I'm going through right now. I'm always learning new things about this crazy new life and invite you on this journey with me. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Hello, welcome back to Call to Marriage. I finally think I have my thoughts together about how I want to describe and talk about our pandemic wedding. Um, I want to also just clarify that I recognize how extremely lucky we were to be able to even have our wedding this year. I know a lot of people had to cancel their weddings entirely or elope and then plan for a wedding with family later. Uh, And so just from the fact that we even got to have a wedding, I know we feel incredibly blessed and lucky for that. Um, And we did do it safely. We cut down the guest list a lot, almost by half, actually. (laughs) And we had masks and we social distanced. The venue was fantastic with accommodating that and and making sure that everyone was spread out and that our tables were spread out and all that fun stuff. But yeah, it, it was a crazy day even without the pandemic on top of that um you know we kind of had a really good start to the weekend and it just sort of went crazy from there uh we we almost got kicked out of our airbnb for a noise complaint because we were playing games too loudly we um i learned an hour and a half before the ceremony that my husband was in the er for appendicitis which was crazy and we had to like totally reconfigure what we were doing with the ceremony and just as crazy as it seems like looking back on it now it's going to be a phenomenal hilarious story to tell our children and tell other people but it was kind of great I guess I want to say in that because it was so crazy I remember everything from that day whereas talking with other brides that is kind of a blur and everything's just like whoosh like happens all at once but because because it was kind of so intense I remember the whole day so I guess that's my silver lining is that I remember everything and everything happened and I can recall the whole day so silver lining I guess you know always looking at the glass half full but I definitely want to jump into our wedding story because it is kind of a doozy so let's get started so first things first we almost get kicked out of our airbnb And I want to preface this by saying I'm not really a party girl. I don't go crazy. I don't ever like to break the rules. I don't like to ever tiptoe on that line of break. I'm so, so much the person that is like the police officer of the friend group. Like, guys, like, this is not right. We shouldn't be doing this or like whatever. So I was just shaking after I got the call from the Airbnb person. So we decided we were going to have the groomsmen over after the rehearsal dinner. People were like, oh, we could go out to a bar and, and all this fun stuff. And, and I kind of was like, you know, we have this Airbnb. Why don't you guys just come back? We'll play 
a board game, um, you know, and we'll just relax and we'll kind of like have some laughs and then you guys can leave and go back to the hotel and, and we'll go to sleep. Honestly, was planning on having them over for maybe an hour and a half. Literally, when I say play board games, I literally mean play board games. Like I really didn't want to do anything else but play board games with my friends. And literally 20 minutes later, granted, we were allowed. We were laughing pretty pretty hard. We were playing Cards Against Humanity, which always gets a good giggle. And we got a noise complaint from the person next to them. And they said we were throwing this huge rager. And the, the Airbnb owner had called and was like, I caught you guys bringing a cooler. And I was like, they really were bringing breakfast over and a couple of beers. Like, it really wasn't crazy. So... To, to start the weekend off, I was in a full-blown panic because I was just like, oh my gosh, we're going to get kicked out of the Airbnb. We're going to have nowhere to go. I have hair and makeup coming in the morning to this location. Stress. So that, I think, just sort of started the week. It set the mood for the weekend, y'all. It really set the mood for the weekend. And so that really should have been a sign that this wedding was going to be a different vibe, you know? Um, but my, my bridesmaids were great. They sat me around in a circle and, you know, they did the whole, what do we love about you the most? Like, why do we appreciate you? Which helped the anxiety of, and the little rule, non-rule breaker in me be like, okay, let's calm down. Everything's fine. So the next day things are going swimming. Oh, I also learned on the rehearsal dinner, my brother wasn't able to go to the rehearsal dinner because we thought he had COVID. So I woke up the morning of I guess either the wedding or the day before the wedding, I can't remember the timeline, of me just being like my brother, because he was a groomsman as well, and just being like, my brother isn't going to be able to be a groomsman. My sister-in-law already told me she couldn't be my matron of honor anymore because she was sick like that whole weekend, and so I was already down (laughs) and a special person, and um, I literally learned, I think, like right before that morning or something like that, that he was going to be able to go to the wedding. And I just remember being like, oh my gosh, like, thank, thank heavens, because if if he couldn't come, and so I was like, okay, great, you know, almost got kicked out of the Airbnb, but we didn't, we're good. And then, you know, thought my brother wasn't going to be able to be in it because he has COVID, doesn't have COVID, rapid test came back negative, we're good. Nothing else can get in my way of having a beautiful wedding, a beautiful wedding weekend with my husband, husband-to-be, and we're good, we're golden, we've gotten past all the humps. Well, <laughs> we get to the wedding venue, I'm like getting ready, I'm getting dressed, it's about an hour and a half before the ceremony, we're kind of talking about how we're going to start pictures soon, and my mom walks in and she was like, hey, I need you to sit down. And immediately I'm like, I'm not sitting down. No, no good news ever comes when someone says, hey, you need to sit down. Like, never never ever in the history of the world does good news follow you need to sit down and so my mom starts the conversation with not your husband's okay or everybody's fine no my mom and she will deny this vehemently she's like no I didn't she did she started the conversation with your husband's in the ER and he's fine and I was like mom you have to start with the he's fine part because now in my head I'm just like oh my gosh he's dead he got into an accident something happened like oh my gosh so yeah an hour and a half before the ceremony I learned my husband-to-be is in the ER with not a stomach bug not food poisoning appendicitis if you don't know what appendicitis is it means your appendix is inflamed and if it ruptures 
it could kill you because it just puts a lot of toxins into your body all at once. Your body goes into what's called septic shock and you can die from it if they don't remove it or put you on antibiotics soon enough. So luckily, I guess he had been in the ER since like noon that day and they had pumped him full of fluids and pain meds and antibiotics and they didn't think he was going to need surgery. They would just keep him on the antibiotics. So yeah, but they were like, hey, he's going to be kind of weak. He's not, you know, he's going to be on pain meds, but, you know, we might need to have to rethink some of the aspects of the wedding a little bit. An hour and a half before the ceremony, everybody. Let's just focus on the fact that this is an hour and a half before the ceremony. So I'll paint the picture of what the wedding originally was supposed to be. We we had booked this beautiful estate. We were going to be out in the front lawn and, you know, with with the flowers blooming and the big overarching trees and this beautiful flower, uh, center, big thing for the altar and because the fact that he was feeling so awful and was feeling so just so yucky and his body was hurting and he was hurting and he was sick I pulled the plug on that idea and I was like move it inside I was like we'll reorganize the reception space I'll do because the reception we're going to move inside anyways in the ballroom and I was like turn the ballroom into the ceremony space we'll flip it for the reception like, no, we need to be in air conditioning. He was in his uniform. He really wanted to get married in his uniform. So that was already hot. We got married in July, y'all, which is... In, July in Georgia, which is just smoking hot. Like, with humidity, just uncomfortable. With normal clothes on, not to mention a full dress uniform. So we flipped. We moved everything inside to the air conditioning. We did all our pictures before the ceremony. And, like, family pictures right after the ceremony. And then outside where we could get, like, scenery. Moved them back inside. We did cake cutting, first dance, like, all within the first 30 minutes of the reception. Just so he could sit and relax and not have to get up the whole night. He was able to walk down the aisle. And it was actually kind of sweet. So we had picked for him, or he had picked for himself, to walk down to the Darth Vader theme song. The, you know, the da da that whole thing. And... He got a standing ovation walking because it was just the mood breaker that everybody, it was the tension breaker that everybody needed just to let, you know, everyone know he's fine. He was in good spirits. He was just in pain, but that was about all the walking he did. He had to get wheeled into the reception. Like it, it was crazy. It was one of those moments where you're looking back on it and it's Murphy's Law. Everything that could have gone wrong went wrong. Um, you know, the DJ like did messed up and the food got like it was just insane and I (laughs) I can't help but feel like weird complaining about it though because we still got to have our wedding like it was still a great wedding we still had wonderful memories and you know even though it wasn't exactly what we envisioned for ourselves you know we still had the the wedding that we wanted and we still had fun and you know my husband got out on the dance floor in his wheelchair and his friends spun him around like we still got to do things that you know a wedding happens in a wedding but at the same time it did kind of suck it was kind of a bummer that we had put all this thought and planning into it only for so many things to happen that kind of detracted like my husband I feel bad like he was in pain he didn't get to really dance that much you know he, I think he partially enjoyed it, though, because he kind of could milk the pain and that people, he didn't have to walk around, talk to people. People just came to him and, you know, talked to him and, and sat with him and, 
and did things like that. So I think he enjoyed a, that aspect of it. But, you know, he couldn't really drink and he couldn't really eat the food. Like, my husband had invested a lot of time into picking out the food for the wedding. And because of how sick he was feeling and he couldn't really eat any of it. So it was just kind of a bummer. And, you know, we, we've talked about maybe renewing our vows later and redoing like a reception or something so we could participate in it. But I will say like, I will repeat the silver lining in that we definitely are never going to forget this wedding. We will never forget any aspects of this wedding. It'll be something that we just remember for the rest of our lives, which I am grateful for. I, I get to remember, you know, the look on my husband's face when I walked down the aisle. I got to remember him almost passing out of the altar because he was just in so much pain and it was hurting so much and just holding on to each other and him, you know, just sticking it out. You know, he, he really could have at any point in the wedding, we had said, you know, Hey, like if you, if you want to leave at the wedding, like we will leave early, we'll cut the reception short, like whatever. And he had said, I, I want to make sure that you get the wedding that you have dreamt of. And he did, he, he stuck it out bless his heart for pretty much the whole like we our send-off was only 30 minutes early he lasted the whole night in pain with appendicitis and you know the you know the drugs had already worn off so he'd done all this amazing stuff which you know husband of the year award 100% goes to him for doing that but I think it's just been kind of this crazy reminder that you know, we've had all these plans for this year and maybe you're in that boat too where you've had all these plans for 2020, you've had all these hopes and dreams for 2020 and then things go go crazy. The pandemic throws a shift in it. Like we didn't get to have a lot of people that we wanted there because, you know, they were either immune compromised or they didn't feel safe traveling, which I'm not going to be that person that complains about that because I totally respect people's desire to be safe and healthy. Um... But it's crazy to think how you can have this vision for something and then you get to that day and something happens or, you know, a pandemic happens, appendicitis happens and everything gets flipped on its head and totally turned around. And the only thing you can do is look at it from a different perspective and be like, okay, what is the silver lining here so they don't go crazy thinking about all the negatives? And so... If my pandemic story can do anything, one, I hope it brings a smile to your face just with the craziness and the ridiculousness of everything, but also that it just reminds you that you can plan and plan and plan, but things will happen. And if there's there's any type of story that just kind of mirrors military spouse life, it's the need to be flexible. And so, you know, if anything... Let this be a cautionary tale of how important flexibility is, Um, but also just that if you've had hopes and dreams for this year of 2020 and you had hopes and dreams for events or milestones or parties or celebrations and and they just kind of got pushed away, I totally am here with you. I totally sympathize with you. Uh, You know, if you've had something like this happen to you, I'd love for you to let me know. Shoot me an email. I'd love to, to respond and chat with others who have experienced something similar, even if you just want to pop in and say hello or you're looking for support, that's what I want this community of Call to Marriage to be, of just understanding this need for crazy flexibility and supporting each other and, you know, getting everyone through the hard times and whether that be candid conversations or a laugh, I really hope that Call to Marriage can do this. But I hope you enjoyed my pandemic marriage story, my pandemic wedding story. I hope that it 
maybe brought a smile or a laugh to your face of just going, oh my gosh, this doesn't even sound real. But I am so grateful for the time that you spent today joining our little community and joining our little chat. Again, questions, comments, send them to the email. I love responding to y'all. It is just so cool to see all the different little stories. Um, If you need that email, it's up. I believe it's ctmpodcast at gmail.com. I'll put it in the description of this podcast as well. But thank y'all so much for taking some time with me today. And I will talk to y'all later. Bye.